Welcome to episode 58 yeah. of Hobnails, Hoops, Seven. and High Cheddar, a podcast by everyday fans for everyday fans. Christian Britt interrupting us, uh, as usual, at the countdown, Emery Kane and Danny Rucker. Back with you after a couple weeks off and uh, took a took some vacation days last couple days. <clears throat> a lot of good topics, and the vacation days are going to be one of them. Uh, let's talk about our topics that we got here today. I got pros and cons of vacations, not just vacations in general, but like I went to the beach last week, so I, I, I do like going to the beach, but there's some things about the beach that I don't I don't like. So I'm going to talk about those. I'm sure you guys want to talk about some of those things, too. Does have anything to do with you getting sunburnt the first time you ever went? Oh, I can tell that story, definitely. Yeah, that's <laughs> part of it, yes. Yeah. Um, the new Bucky's has opened in Sevierville, or at the Kodak uh, mm-hmm. Exit 407. More driving pet peeves. I, I love this topic. I love talking about driving <laughs> pet peeves. It's like a way for me to just, you know, just get these, you know, things, you see things out there. I want, I really want you guys to um, experience all these things that I experienced. And by the way, the last time we were on, uh, I mentioned about the, uh, the grocery store parking lot um, issue. Did you, have you guys had that happen since I, since I mentioned it where you, uh, no matter where you park and when you come out with your groceries, the car next oh, to you is also. Did that happen to y'all while you? I usually, I think I've parked even further away since you've mentioned that. I think I have too. I think that was like what I took from it. I was like, I need to park for, you know, I'm not just, parking far enough away I, from the store. I, I, you know, I don't know that I even <clears throat> planned it as I was doing it, but I think just, it was just like it happened. I ended up parking a little bit farther away than I normally do, like four or five spots farther down. Mm-hmm. Just because it was away from everybody. I also have yeah. been targeting the uh, uh, near the 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 grocery cart uh, little storage bin areas next to those, like we talked about too. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I got a couple of good good ones, <clears throat> so you guys can throw something in extra. Christian yep. scenario of the week. I'm pretty excited about this one. Actually, yep. it's kind of new for us. It's gonna, it's gonna be funny. ESPN layoffs. Those happened a couple of weeks ago. We talked about those bryce harper moving to bill when it's not baseball season and no. uh emory is this the right time to tell our Stephen pearl story um it's the right time or is that something that we've got to still hold off uh, for special special circumstances? maybe a special occasion maybe maybe yeah. like uh yeah i think a special circumstance we got to hold off on we'll that. that. We got a lot of good topics today, so I think we can probably yeah, hold off yeah. on that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the new NBA <laughs> flopping rule, and then we're going to draft worst rules in sports. Like, it could be like worst rules or like worst protocols, I guess, maybe too. Because mm-hmm. I, as I was kind of thinking about this, that was Millie. I don't know if y'all heard that. Right, um, <laughs> but it could be worst protocols or worst rules. So we're going to do that too. All right. Mm-hmm. So uh, summer vacations. Guys, I went to the beach last week, and. Uh, I went for about seven nights. It was about eight days and about seven nights. Anna Maria Island. Of course, I've, I've mentioned that on the podcast multiple times. That's, that's my go-to. I think I'm going to go somewhere different next year. We've been the last couple of years trying to try to go somewhere different. Um, but um, You'll regret that. I do like going. Um, but that's what I'm saying. You know, you'll regret it. It's almost, it's almost like uh, going to a restaurant and you get the same, you know, you get the same thing. You know it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, I'm going to branch out this time. And you get something different. And you're like, man, I wish yeah. I was on the Anna Marie Island. Just make sure yeah. it's a step up, at least. Yeah. Make sure it's like well, it's renowned as as a you know wildly accepted as a better place than where you're at now. Yeah. Otherwise, you will be very disappointed. Yeah. What I've tried to do is make sure that wherever we go, 
does have a local harbor where we can watch the sunset. Um, I about asked you uh, when I saw your pictures if, how it was to see the sunset again for the first time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, girls, we were coming back into town one night from eating in Bradenton. Of course, you have to cross uh, like a little causeway, a little bay area. You have to cross like Tampa Bay to go back into uh, Anna Maria Island. And they're taking pictures of the sunset. And I was like, guys, that's the exact same sunset that you guys could see on our front porch every single night. <laughs> the same thing this happens to be over the water today <laughs> all right so so beach things um i, I like going to the beach but the number mm-hmm. one thing is, is the sand and i think yeah. I, I think i did talk about this last last time that going being at the beach is great but you know with kids uh and you, you have to walk a few minutes to the beach you got to get the wagon uh, you got to get the chair and you got to get the umbrella in the wagon. And then guess who the person was that had to drag the wagon, the five minute walk was, from you. Know, it was me. Uh, and then once you get to the sand, that thing does not move. No. And so I'm literally like pulling with both, both hands and, and it, it was, it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a con. And then uh, when you get out there, you see all these boats that are just having a great time. And it's kind of it's kind of the envy that you have, like, man, I, I wish I had a boat, but you don't have one. That's that's <laughs> another bad one. thing. It's another bad. It's another con about the beach. But ultimately, we did have a good time. And uh, the first time I ever went to the beach, I actually went with Emery. Uh, his mm-hmm. aunt, I guess, maybe had a house in Panama City. Yeah, and mm-hmm. let us stay there for free. And it was a pretty close walk to the beach, like just right across the like right did across you the say main that was highway. The first time you ever went to the beach? Yeah, yeah. that was like twenty eight or twenty nine, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. First, I've never gone to the beach. Back it up. We cannot. We're not going to just going to just speed right by that. Just jump right over that. Like it's not the craziest thing I've heard on this podcast in in a year and a half. You did. You spent almost 30 years of your life never touching sand. Yeah. So Gazel was not as well off as I am now growing up. No, not no offense to my parents. We just didn't have a lot of money. Didn't go on a lot of vacations. And uh, if you know anything about my family, Emory's met my parents. Mm-hmm. Reed Rucker is not a beach guy. He's not going to no. be one to drag us to the beach. No. So if we went on a, a vacation, it was usually to a friend's house. He had a friend that lived in McDonough, Georgia. Mm-hmm. I remember going down there for like a weekend, two or three times. That was the vacation. Uh, we went to like a family reunion in Indiana, Spring Mill State Park a couple times. Those were vacations. That's the type of things that we did. So I never went to the beach until... The, I think it's my first year teaching. Yeah, it was. My, I was twenty at first after that first summer, uh, and Emery and I went down and stayed in his aunt's condo for free. Mm-hmm. Said like seven nights too, and he I tried, tried to, to warn a, me. Tried he tried to, to warn me. A, a, a very uh, important piece of advice: the sun is different at the beach. Like it, the sun is not the same as it is in Tennessee. Yeah, it's different. It'll. It'll get you. The sun will get you. So you got to apply sunscreen and reapply sunscreen. Mm-hmm. And Danny said, I, I, every time I go to the pool, I just burn for like the first time. And then <laughs> it'll be, it'll be fine. The next day I go out, I'm fine. I'm like, okay, man. But I'm telling you, it's different. Continue. So when, that first day we got down there, I, I did sunscreen up a little bit. Now I, I will say, I don't know if you guys can see, I'm, my arms and my face are pretty dark anyways when it starts to get summertime. I, I don't put any sunscreen on my face or arms just because I've been coaching baseball and softball probably the last 15 years and being outside that long. I just – I don't have to because I'm so used to the sun. But, like, if I if I go to the pool and obviously my shirt's coming off at the pool, 
sunscreens going on the chest, sunscreens going on the back. And now thanks to Emory and our Panama City Beach trip, the other two places that sunscreen goes is the kneecaps and the tops of the feet because yeah. i did not do that the very first time we went down I, I i said exactly what he said i'll be fine nothing i can't handle didn't put sunscreen on my feet or my knees burned like crazy and i didn't go to the beach for the next two days of that trip. Wow. <laughs> it was awful and legitimately every time i go to the beach now i think of the exact words that he used it's a different kind of sun yeah. <laughs> and I, and I do sunscreen. The first, the first two places I sunscreen are my kneecaps and my, the tops of my feet. He got, it was bad. It was real bad. Was like he, bad. he couldn't wear his shoes. I, it was uh, awful. <laughs> I can remember growing up, we, we went to the beach a good amount and growing up, you know, before I started like actually having a job, you know, we were outside so much in the summer that, I'd go to the beach. I could put sunscreen on, but like I didn't have to like reapply vigorously. Like I would, I would be fine. You know, like I'd get burned a little bit here and there. Well, I can remember the first time I went to the beach since getting like an actual job where, you know, in the summers uh, I wasn't, you know, just outside or at the pool five days a week, you know, I was inside. So I didn't have as much of a, like a base tan or whatever. So we went to the beach. I'll never forget it. We as with my family and, like first day, same kind of deal. I treated it like I'd always had, and I got so burnt. Have you guys ever had uh, like water blisters from a sunburn? No. Mm -mm. So it, just in case you don't know what that is, because I didn't know what that was. I'd heard people say that. Essentially, you get burnt so bad that these blisters start forming on your different parts of your body. And when you start sweating from where these blisters are there, the sweat will fill in these these this loose skin on your body. And as soon as you scratch them or do anything with it, it's just like sweat coming out. It's just, it's disgusting. That's gross. It's the most disgusting thing gross. you've ever seen. It was all on my like both of my tops of my shoulders and my chest. It was ridiculous. But yeah, we've we're all we're all pasty white people here. We've we've all seen our share yep. our fair share of uh, of ridiculous burns. I'll say the yeah. the worst time we're talking about vacations here, uh, but the worst time I've ever got sunburnt, ironically enough, was uh, one time in the summer. Me. Matt Dupes and Austin Arrington all went to my uncle's pool and spent about eight hours at the pool screwing around, doing whatever. With and no sunscreen, I bet. Absolutely, probably none. <laughs> and spent all day. And the very next day was the first day of some kind of summer workout or something or some kind of summer practice or something uh, for basketball. And so that next morning, we had to be brought up, up bright and early and we were all so sunburned, and I can remember that they they basically said that day it was like going to be one of those like super physical days where we're doing just a bunch of like rebounding drills, boxing out, all this stuff. And I, I can't remember what the drill is called. I think it's like the Yukon drill, maybe where uh, it's probably the same thing. I don't know if it's the same thing you guys use or what, but it's basically a rebounding drill. And uh, yeah, I, I, anytime someone touched my back. Or I get scratched or something. I was. It was the most miserable day of basketball I've ever had in my entire <laughs> life. I went home and laid on my stomach and just put aloe like in globs all over my back. Yeah, awful. <clears throat> well, uh, I wasn't going to talk about uh, this, but speaking of things that we're doing in the summer, I got pressured into talking about this by part of our group. I don't know about this. But we may have told you this, but Emory and I are part of a golf tour this summer. Mm -hmm. This. No, uh, it's um, okay. the, right, yeah. so the league. So this is brand new to you. So it's uh, it's called the CGA Tour. It's the Coaches Golf Association. I created it. 
and there's five of us. <laughs> it's me, Emory, or six of us, me, Emory, six of us, TJ, yeah. TJ Riggs, Nick Duda, Paul Harper, Logan Jenkins. So what we did was back in uh, late, probably late April or May, we decided that, you know, I think we're going to, you know, we always talk about, hey, let's play golf a ton this summer. Let's play golf. So we came up with this idea to play like nine or ten different courses around the area and keep up with our scores and like do a point system. So like you get a certain amount of points for Eagles, which none of us have hit in the Eagle yet. No, Birdies, no pars, no. bogeys. And then like you don't get any for doubles and triples, but you lose points or quad bogeys. And that's the max you can get. So I think we've played five events so far. Mm-hmm. I've, only, I've only played three. I missed two of them and we missed one. Yep. Uh, but today we played a three-man scramble. So we paired like whoever was first, third, and sixth together. <laughs> against the two four five and emory and my and paul harper's team lost today yeah uh, we lost by one stroke but uh, yeah it's a pretty good way to uh really just go ahead and plan Wait. out golf events and tell our wives in advance that uh these are the days we're going to be golfing <laughs> yeah i've got them we, we have a, a family <laughs> calendar on the fridge and all the I had, to, I had to put all the dates up there so and, who's uh, currently leading that what's the what's the leaderboard so we got like? a tie for oh, first right have now. a tie for first with uh paul yeah. harper and nick nick duda Mm -hmm. and who's in last (laughs) currently me actually (laughs) currently danny Uh rucker but danny but we're missing yeah me and riggs are are tied for third i'm missing one event but riggs has played well uh jenkins is actually the most improved he started off just abysmal and then the last two events has played out of his mind um so he's in fifth place right now yeah he's playing pretty good yeah so most likely i've missed two events i probably would be fifth but then jenkins would be sixth however he's playing pretty good like i could still flip flop back down as as bad as Mm. i've been playing here lately so it's pretty it's been pretty fun so we got five more events that we're playing i think if we're playing creekside we we called it we we named all of our Mm. places too like the first one was the Gatlinburg Open, and then we had the Dandridge Invitational, the Sevierville Showcase. Today we played in the Wilderness Classic, which was also at the Sevierville <laughs> Golf Course, but it was the, the other. It, but it was the other. Yeah, the other it was the other one. It yeah. was the the River Course yeah. instead of yeah. the Highlands. And uh, we played the Patriot Hills Memorial last week. I actually missed that yeah. one because it was right before uh, July Fourth and the Patriot Hills Memorial. And this week we're playing the Creekside Cup and the Dead Horse Challenge at Dead Horse Lake in Knoxville. So it's pretty fun. And uh, thought you might want to know yeah. that. You got any questions? But, yeah, I know you're. You, we have a we yeah. have a whole set of Anything? we have a set of rules and everything. Like, I just want to. I just want to. I feel like we should keep. You should use the uh, the Twitter account for updates uh, for the scoring system. Well, funny you should say that we. I taxed Nick Duda with creating a Twitter account for mm. this, and that never happened. Mm. So I really need. To I don't know. I don't know how the point system works, but it sounds like that should be a deduction. It does. <laughs> you know what? It sounds like he's in second place. He also what he also wore like. basketball shorts to to uh, the the match today, mm-hmm. which should have also been the deduction. Well, if you're playing at Creekside next, basketball shorts are welcomed there. Yes, so. yeah. We were playing at Sevierville <laughs> today. Yeah. If you don't, so, in fact, we'll, at Creekside, if you don't wear basketball shorts and a cutoff shirt, you're actually, you get, you get they, the points. They're like, no, polo. Yeah, they're you're, like, no, sir, you're, you're at the wrong golf course. <laughs> this is a nine hole. You're way over. This is a nine hole piece of junk. What are you doing here? Yeah. 
so we've got it's all going to culminate at the uh, wild laurel golf course on august 6th i think that's a sunday we're going to have our uh tour championship so like we you see them throughout the year and then right before that one like whoever's in first is going to get like 15 strokes off of their score whoever's in second is going to get nine strokes that way even if you're third or fourth you still have a chance to win the championship that day if you play really well and maybe the top two don't play as well really uh, like so you the, can't like the, players, like the tour championship or yeah. the tour championship yes yeah, sir yep it's kind of like that we wanted to make it to where that last day is still kind of a little bit pressure still a chance you still get a chance yep and then it'll all end with a pretty nice clubhouse there uh mm-hmm. food and drinks and awards and then uh Price harder fall league, I guess. Right yeah, after that, right after that, we talked we talked about that today. Uh, we got to start our fall league. Been, CGA Tour's been so, so successful. We've got to start. Yep. We got to we got to continue in the fall. Yep, it's, it's kind of it's kind of like the PGA Tour. It just really never ends. Yeah. All right. So speaking of uh, new adventures in Sevier County, Bucky's is open in Sevier County, yeah. and uh, I have not been to the one. It's on exit 406 code. I have not been to that one, mm-hmm. um, but I have been to a Bucky's before. And the uh, reason why I want to talk about this is we actually stopped at Bucky's on the way from to the beach and from the beach. And uh, it's it's an experience. I'll say that. And a lot of people don't like it. My wife hates it. Uh, me and the girls like it. I like the sandwiches you get there. I just, I like the experience, I guess. And it, as many people as that are there, you can still get in there and out pretty quickly um so what i've done is just come up with a couple of beginners guide like, like points to bucky's for all these people that haven't gone to bucky's i've never uh, been to a bucky's you've never, never been, been to a bucky's emory this is wow. for you then this is your beginner's yeah. guide wow. to beginners. Yeah, yeah all right I, I did drive by i did drive by it the other day and it was absolutely uh, just a it yeah was, i don't, I don't it suggest, was a circus i, I think I there's been two wrecks in front of it already yeah, I don't suggest that you. Uh, this should be number one on your list. Don't uh, don't don't wreck. don't don't lose your Bucky's virginity uh, at the Kodak Bucky's uh, in the coming <laughs> months because you're never going to want to go back to one again. Get, give it some time before you test out that one. Okay, that yeah. one's going to be a madhouse for a while. Yeah, yeah. So I, I really only have three points here. Um, so the first one is that wherever you go, you do want to park as far away as you can and go in. There's usually like two entrances, like the very first one's where everybody's trying to get in. And the second one is just past like the side gas pumps, usually on most stores. That's the one I try to go in. You can usually park like in the back and walk right around the building right up. Cause if you park anywhere near the, the main gas pumps or like the side parking lots, there's just so many people walking and driving. It's, you know, you think I wouldn't have to tell that have to say that. I think that would be kind of second nature. Don't park near the people, but there's a ton of people out here in this park and they don't they're not watching for anybody there's second one this is the this is the big one emory you 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 can't walk into bucky's and just start looking around all right-eyed you got to keep moving all right because you've been there (laughs) like you've been there you've got to keep moving uh you because like if you go into the side of course there's registers right there at the side and uh usually the one that side entrance you have like all these like your retail stuff, like your shirts and your gifts and things like that. And people just stand in the aisle, just kind of looking. Can't do that. You got to okay. move. Gotta um, so it's okay moving. to look. It's okay to look. You just got to look as you move. Your feet got to right. keep moving. Yeah. What if I want to yeah. get something? Do I have to grab it on the move? So you get something, you have to grab mm. it on the move. On the move. Um, yeah. Now they do have, 
they More do have places. There will be duplicate places for yeah. all the items too. Yeah, so right. just when you know you see, you see something, you're like, okay, I'll okay, I'll just get it. on the next. I get it the next one. Exactly, because yep, there's gonna yep. be there's. I mean, there's briskets everywhere. There's there's what's the 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 beaver nuggets, the mm-hmm. the pecans. They're every, I mean, they're everywhere. You can get them at ten different spots. Yeah, okay, and the thing okay. is, you're you're going to be tempted to kind of stand at the bathroom area. He's probably not going to go by yourself. Probably going to be Jen and the kids, and you're going to be waiting on her to go to the bathroom. And the bathroom's right in the middle. You can't stand there and wait. You, if you do, you got to find something to prop up against because people are trying to get where you're getting. So you can't stand. You got to move. And if you find yourself standing, you're doing something wrong. Somebody's standing right behind you, waiting for you to get out of the way. You got to get okay. out of the way. All right, got to move. And the third one. Is, is there anywhere to stand in this? Like, if I'm just trying to relax and wait <laughs> on someone, so there's no to, relaxing in Bucky's. Yeah, you're mostly yeah. mobile in Bucky's. Yeah, yeah. You're mostly mobile. Like, mm-hmm. like, if Jen's going to the bathroom, I just have to like walk in a circle around the some kind of something. It, there's plenty of yeah, stuff to do. Yeah, you'll you'll yeah you you won't get bored if you're looking around. You'll. Okay. I mean, they they sell. I mean, they sell Oakleys and and Costas in there. I mean, it's they got everything. I mean, they it's okay. It's, I mean, it's nice stuff there. High quality. It's not your everyday gas station, okay? This is a bucket yeah, we're talking about. Before, uh, <laughs> before I came up with with this too, I did ask Amanda. I said, "What do you hate about Bucky's?" And she said, "Oh gosh, I hate everything about Bucky's." But me and the girls like to go, so that's why I stopped there. But I was trying to get some more points here, mm. and she said, "Well, just the, the the amount of people in there gives me uh, just the anxiety." Yeah. And I said, "Well, that's actually point number three. I get frustrated because of all of these people because mm. you." are all of these people everybody there is coming in just like you and you can't be frustrated so park behind the building as far as you can keep moving don't get frustrated get your stuff go to the register quick check out get out say you've been to bucky's boom christian anything to add to that you've been to a bucky's yeah i mean do you get gas at a bucky's i know they have gas Mm -hmm. pumps like do you know like a hundred something gas pumps it's it's funny you say that i've never gotten gas there The one we I'm stopped at in Georgia, I, we stopped at the one in South Georgia on the way mm-hmm. back to the be- from the beach, mm-hmm. and every gas pump was taken. Hundred gas pumps, every one of them wow. was taken. There were lines. There were like two and three cars behind cars waiting to get to the pumps. Did you have you ever gotten gas at a Bucky's? I have. Um, okay, that's not typical though. Where mm. every gas pump is taken because I've pulled in some others and gotten gas. But this particular day, I, I did not get any right. gas. So I, I went to the very next exit and got gas. Yeah, I, was, I want to say most of the time I've been, gonna, there's been open pumps. Well, yeah. So but if I there's no pumps open, you're like, well, I'm going to have to stop in another, another two, yeah. Yeah. two exits again at a different gas station. Yeah, it's, And it's, we got the parking spot in the back of the building, too. It's it's funny. I feel like the mindset of deciding to stop at a Bucky's, it, it, it's kind of weird, but gas doesn't even like crack the top five yeah. reasons as to why you are stopping at the Bucky's. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, we've been, like I said, three or four times. I, I think I may have gotten gas once there. Every other time it was just stop in. Yeah. It was just on the way and, you know, stop at a Bucky's, get some cool stuff. Yeah. We have a custodian at uh, Northview that's a pretty cool guy. But I think he's posted up. He's obsessed with Bucky's. I think he's posted a picture every day at, at the, Kodak Bucky's. Every See, single day he's been yeah. it's been open. The only thing he, go, I will, he goes I will, to like I, I think goes to like at eleven or twelve at night though. To yeah, get a, like to get a brisket sandwich. The only thing yeah, there's I would no add, like good time. Yeah, there's yeah. not. The only thing I would add about Bucky's is I don't think you should ever become the person that goes to Bucky's 
or makes the trip out of their home specifically for Bucky's, unless yeah, you right. are within a 15 minute drive of Bucky's. Yeah. Like we've never gone to like some people, the one that was in the one that's near Crossville is the mm-hmm. has been the closest one here for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've known, I've known people to take a day trip to Bucky's. Oh my gosh. That's, that's insane to me. Don't ever do that. But no, if you're on the way back never. home and you're, you're on the interstate, you'll see the sign. They got the signs out a hundred miles before you're to the, to the nearest. But I mean, it's, it's yeah. crazy. I mean, they, you've got plenty of time to, to map out your stop. They, you know, so yeah, it's, it's worth it though. We'll see. We'll see. Yep. All right. So, uh, Bucky's is pretty exciting. Uh, driving pet peeves. I've got two new ones today yep. and feel free to add one. Got, I, I do have a one. list. Okay. Good. I've got, I've got a list on my phone already of some, some other ones. So I'm just <laughs> going to give you like two, two every time. This yeah. first one is the four way stop. Oh, um, I have not found very many times where I come to a four way stop where somebody is also coming to a stop from this, a different direction at mm-hmm. the exact same time. And that bothers me because of the uncertainty about who, who gets goes. to go next. Now, realistically, who does yeah. get to go? It's if the person furthest to the right, isn't it? To the right. Yeah. yeah. They, they will always get, have the right of way. Mm hmm. Oh, there's a lot of people that don't know that. I, I do know that. So when yeah. I get to the same four-way stop, here we come. Mm. Just that scenario already, I'm already irritated because I already know this person's not going to go. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to wait you on me. What? And then we're going to both go at the same time. We're going to both have to stop. <laughs> Can't stand it. Do you know what I do in that situation? If I see that happening, I slow way down. I do too. So that way and I can kind of keep the- rolling. Yeah, keep rolling. And, so I don't and, they're stop. The, and they're the first person to stop, so they get to go yep. before me. Yeah, yep. so I do that too. Problem solved. Yeah, I do. I do the exact same thing. <laughs> What's yours, Amber? Uh, so I, I travel sixty six every day, every single day. I got to go get the, the kids or daycares in Sevierville, so there's no easy way to get there. So I have to drive straight past, straight into downtown Sevierville every day. So on sixty six. On the right, there's the Publix, or coming from Kodak, there's the Publix, the Kroger, all that's the Lowe's, all that's connected over there. Like, once you get on that over there, you you don't have to get back onto the road to get to the next place. Like, if you're at Kroger, like, there's a road back there just to get to Lowe's or Publix or whatever you need to get over there. Well, there's like three red lights, three red lights to get into that that you can use if you're coming the other direction to get in there. But there's also like four places to turn, like at the Starbucks. The Starbucks is the worst one. The Starbucks, the Cracker Barrel, and there's like one more where a bunch of people turn. Well, you know, 66, all three lanes every single day. It doesn't matter if it's Monday, Sunday, Wednesday, all three lanes are packed. Well, people will, tourists will try to turn left into Starbucks across three lanes of traffic. And <laughs> it, that's, that's, Hey, that's right. If they want to try to make three lanes of traffic, that's on them. The part that bugs me is that the first two lanes will stop uh, while, while traffic's still going and try to let this person go. And mm-hmm. that third lane never sees them. I see a wreck almost every single day because that person's trying to get across. Yep. And this, I'm like, just go to a red light, man. Just go to a red light. And if, if you're in the yep. flow of traffic, you keep moving. Like, we don't stop. We don't let people through. That's not how – that's not the traffic laws. I've, I've been – I've been in a wreck specifically for a situation like that before where yeah. someone someone hit me because they weren't paying attention. 
and yeah. I and I it was like I could see it the whole way, but I couldn't do anything about it. They just, yeah. in fact, they they didn't see me so much that they accelerated as they were getting closer to me because they thought they were clear. Oh yeah, like I could, I literally saw. I was like, oh my gosh, this happened. This is happening. This is happening. Like, yep. So they were coming across, and you were in a lane. Yep. 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 So my- it happens every single day. I I yell and cuss every day at people because of that. <laughs> Yeah, so my second one, is, of course, you guys know I live on some back roads coming from Pigeon Forge. And uh, sometimes when you come to a, a road where you're about to turn like onto the back road, you somebody might be coming already down that road. So you got to make a decision. Do I pull out in front of this person and risk them riding my bumper the entire way? Or do I let them go? And And, and they drive slow. They drive slow, and no matter what you choose, you're gonna it's make the wrong, the wrong decision. The wrong, wrong decision. decision. So if you pull out in front of them, they're gonna be right behind you, no matter how fast you go. Uh, one time, I went as fast as possible, um, all the way down, up the up the mountain, down the mountain, back home, and it was Mariah that was following me <laughs> all the way. <laughs> it was all on my bumper the entire way. Did she know? No, I kind of figured it out whenever uh, she was pulling out of the of the little side road. Yeah. So I wanted to see if she how fast she would go, yeah. and so I went as fast as I could go. Did she run right like right with me? And then I ripped her when she got home. Yeah. You can't, you're going way too fast. She's like, well, "You're going too fast." I'm like, "I'm supposed <laughs> to be able to go fast." <laughs> but if you you know if it's not if that's not the case, usually you get behind somebody, you let them go, oh, they're yeah. going slow as possible. I, so I've I learned that. the the best way to judge that, and it's still it's it's maybe still thirty forty percent success rate, but mm-hmm. is judged on the car the the type of car. It's got to be a quick mm-hmm. decision too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but if it seems like it's an older person, you know, if it's a Buick, yeah, you're you're going, yeah, you're, yeah. you're gone, yeah. you're gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if it's, if it's a, got if it's got four different paint colors, you better get out in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> If it's multicolored, you better you better yeah. get out there. Sometimes though, you get you get some of those it's old vehicles. You would think maybe that's a maybe that's an old person. Mm. It's just a it's just a deadbeat that's on their <laughs> in a in a car and their last it's on its last leg and they, they drive a hundred miles per hour with no brakes. They're Jones they're Jonesing for some meth and they're going they're to look Jonesing for it. for some meth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're out there in the hall where hollering at is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. More more pet peeves to follow, driving pet peeves to follow mm-hmm. on future episodes. Christian has a scenario of the week for us. I'm excited about this. So, Christian, go ahead with yours. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to have one of these every week. We do these, and I don't know that they'll be as unique or or uh, interesting as this one. But I saw this earlier, and you all may have seen it. Uh, it was actually posed by Hunter Renfro on on Twitter. But I want you to pick what this is the scenario. I want you to decide who would win this scenario. Okay. So I'll just ask you who's the best or the sorry, who's the fastest human of all time? Usain Bolt. Is it okay. Bolt? Yep. Yeah. Who is the best hot dog eater of all time? Joey Chester. And Joey Chester. It's yep. Yeah, so we you all answered that. You didn't know who I was talking about before. It's 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 settled. Those are the best of the best <clears throat> in their sports. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if those two were to compete against one another in this specific scenario, I want you to tell me who would win, okay? So they both will run a 100-meter dash, okay? That's what Usain Bolt, that's that's his most, you know, 
That's his best race. That's the one he has the world record for. It's like just under 10 seconds. I think he has the 200 record too, doesn't he? He probably does. But this is the one he's like, this is like the, I think this is the big one. This is like where the fastest people in the world always run into and stuff. Anyway, so he's he's the fastest ever. So they're both going to run 100 meters, okay? The only rule is, because you got to bring, you know, Joey Chestnut's game into this too. Yeah. They each have to just eat one hot dog, okay? Yeah. Beforehand. But you can't start running until you have fully finished swallowed mouth is empty the hot dog who wins does usain bolt get to train for this sure they can both train i think usain bolt wins if he can train for it they eat one hot dog i think he wins have you seen joey chestnut walk i've seen him walk i just i literally watched the 30 for 30 on joey chestnut and kobayashi last night so and he's well, the most one of the most awkward human beings i've ever seen so if you're breaking it down scientifically you gotta think so it takes Usain Bolt, you know, the world record was, was 9.68 or whatever it yeah. was. It's yes. So, realistically, it's going to take him 10 seconds, you know, after doing this, probably. So, it's you, you got to figure yeah, out visitor. how much of ask, a head start does ask, Joey Jessup need. Ask Millie this question, see what she thinks. <laughs> she doesn't know who these people are. <laughs> so, who, you know, how much of a head start does Joey Chestnut need to win? That's the that's the big question. And so can, if, I, if how, Joey Chestnut how, could probably – Run a hundred meters. <laughs> All right, Millie, quit. A hundred meters in. Safe to say, seventeen seconds. Okay. Yeah. Seventeen seconds. So then Usain Bolt would have to eat a hot dog in seven seconds or less, right? Seven seven seconds quicker than Joey Chestnut, yeah, because they're both technically. I mean, so that's so, right. But here's the thing: Chestnut can eat a hot dog in about four seconds. Yeah, and complete it. That's the thing. You can't if you're just putting a hot dog in your mouth and chewing on it while you're running. Usain Bolt wins every time, but he's got to finish it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got to be done. It's got to be in. It's got to be in the stomach. I think Chestnut After wins goal. that. I, I think Usain. If, if Usain can, Chestnut wins it too. If Usain can train for it, I think. I think Usain gets. It. I don't think so, man. I don't think he could. That's a lot. To Chestnut can, so Chestnut take, can take finish, some, finish uh, a hot dog in, in four, like, what, four or five seconds. Five seconds, maybe. What's is there an average? They have. They only have ten minutes to eat what seventy yeah. hot dogs. You, the most you, he's eating is like 72. One, one could okay, assume. 7.2 per minute? Yeah. All that's, the variables in this. That's 10 seconds. Eight seconds. Eight all seconds. seconds of so 25. So Usain Bolt has basically 24 seconds to be like 25 seconds. So if he runs in 17, he eats one in eight seconds. That's 25 seconds. You're yeah. telling me that Usain Bolt can't eat a hot dog in, in 15 seconds? In 15 seconds. Could you? I could. I could. I think that. I. I think I could eat one in fifteen. See, that's the thing. That's the interesting part about this too. Is do you, do you have any hot dogs and hot dog buns at yeah, home you could prove this with right now? That's the only variable no, that we can I, actually test ourselves because I know, did. I did eat one from Dandridge yesterday before I got to uh, the interstate. That was. I mean, that was with slaw and everything. I still think. I think Chestnut. I, I kind of do too. Yeah. You think so? I, I don't know. I think, I think, think the next, all says serve, Bolt. The next think time all three good. of us get a hot dog served to us, we're going to be. Gonna be like, <laughs> you know, what the heck are you I just doing? hope I'm take, take, take off running. Yeah. <laughs> so that way I can, you know, add accurately, you know, see who's, who's faster. Maybe we should try to test this theory out ourselves on a track. Next live podcast. As I'd a, like to think it would take me at least 20 seconds, if not 25 seconds, to, to completely finish the hot dog. Well, guys, we're we're missing one key element. We also mm. give Joey Chestnut a long time to train for the hundred meters. And, and hey, he's, 
Hey, he's three in or four seconds shit. right off at 17 seconds. Not, hey, a, not a chance. Hey, he's, he's in shape. He works out. He, he may be quick. He's not. <laughs> he's not. Well. Coach Riggs just said we need to set up a one hot dog challenge uh, for time. <laughs> one hot dog challenge. <laughs> hot dog challenge. I'll train I, for don't, I don't know. If I could eat a – I think I could eat a full hot dog in about 20 seconds. I'd say I think 20 to 25 – it may yeah, uh, maybe, maybe longer. Maybe Shoot, I don't 30, know. Yeah. And so you if that dip, if that map dip, is right, you get to dip the bun in water. It goes down easier like that. Down your gullet. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna upload a, a video of of Emery eating a hot dog later today to the page since yeah. he sends that over. Yep. And then we'll see if I can beat Usain Bolt in, in a race. <laughs> I have to run the hundred. Probably tear a hamstring. <laughs> All right, well, we we're 36 minutes in. Time to talk some sports now. <laughs> um, ESPN layoff. This was a, yeah. uh, I guess, not really a surprise. I, I do listen to Clay Travis a lot. And uh, ESPN is part of the Disney, or Disney's part of ESPN. And it seems like the whole company is losing money based off of political choices. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems like some of the people that they let go weren't maybe the best people they should have let go. What do you guys think about this? And also, how does Pat McAfee fare into this? Um, go ahead, Christian. I, I mean, so I, I was the one that posed this, this because, I mean, I feel like these layoffs happen every so often, and you, you hear about them with ESPN or any of these major sports networks. Uh, but this one specifically started listening. I'm trying to pull up the list right now of, of some of the names, some of the big names here. Um, but like Jaylen, one of the Rose was one of them. yeah, Jalen Rose was one of them. The, Van Gundy. Yeah, Van Gundy. What's the guy for college football? Like college game day. That David was, Pollock. Uh, David yeah, Pollock. David Pollock. I mean, yeah, some of these yeah. guys are are like you know staples to. I mean, not all of them, but some of them are pretty big names. I mean, that you know, I would say definitely contribute. I've never listened to them and thought, man, this guy doesn't know what the heck he's talking about. Like, yeah, a lot of these, and then you start looking around at some other ones, and I didn't get the. You're like, yeah, and you're starting these guys like contracts or something, or did they? I wonder if their contracts were up and they just like, hey, we're not renewing your contract, big guy. We're clearing some, clearing some, clearing some, clearing some cap space. Yeah, I don't know. Jason Jason Fitz is another one. Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, I mean those are those are big names. Yeah. I mean, you named some of the David Pollock was not. I mean, those are big names. And then you start to wonder, like I said, like how does Kendrick Perkins still have a job if these guys don't have a yeah. job? <laughs> how, does, yeah. how does someone like Kendrick Perkins, who is an absolute idiot, and I, I mean he's got to me, he's got to be the worst at what he does in all sports right now. And you start thinking some other ones. I that, think I think know, maybe he keeps it because he's be bringing in money. Like a lot of the stuff he says is stupid, but it's contra- not it's controversial as far as like this guy's take is terrible. So maybe it brings more attention. I'm sure I'm sure it all has to do with money though. Like these guys have been with ESPN for a long time, and like, I mean their contracts aren't getting any smaller. So to- Todd McShay was one of these. Yeah, Todd McShay. Yeah, who's been a Matt, Max Matt Kellerman, ha- Matt, Matt Hasselback. Hasselback. Yeah, it's a big like, fancy guy. I mean. Yeah, those those are big names. I mean, I, I can remember if if I know your name as a as a sports analyst, you know, or reporter. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you're 
you're pretty pretty decent at your job and pretty well known at this Hass- point. Hasselback was on the like the pre um like the pre Sunday NFL stuff. Yeah. Had his own segments and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't I just I just don't understand the the choice. I understand the business side of things where you have to let people go. There's gotta be layoffs. And I've heard just like I mean, I listened a little bit of Clay Travis and I follow him a little bit and He's talked about how ESPN has been like a dumpster fire for the last basically decade yeah. um, on the decline, all ratings and things like that. But yeah, it just mm-hmm. seems like another you know poor choice by by what's considered the, the most major sports network in the world to as far as the selection process. That's really all I have to say on it. So, so on the flip side of that, they paid Pat McAfee was a four year, eighty something million dollar deal. So you know. I don't know if it's necessarily money, but if it's if it's money, why pay Pat McAfee that much? Mm-hmm. But Pat McAfee's going to bring in money. I mean, he's proven to be—he's a cash cow when yeah. it comes to just marketing, marketing the sports, any sport doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. And he's going to make that company a lot more money probably than what these other people are going to make. Uh, so that's that had to be a big factor. Is we're going to give this money that we were going to give all these six people to Pat. Pat's going to make us the money they would have got. They would have made us. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a definitely impossible. Like I said, clearing cap space. Like they basically cleared cap space to sign Pat McAfee, it feels like. Yeah. You know, it's without getting into like, I guess, you know, the political side of things, you, you think about like ESPN, like has all the tools, all the resources, all the money, the recognizability, the name, everything, everything they need, they have to succeed. And they're struggling and have had to do this. And, you know, it's, 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 it's on record and everyone knows that their numbers are declining, things like that. And then you think about like a lot of people crap on barstool sports and, and, you know, companies like that, that are, or even like Pat McAfee and what he put together, you know, that these are these just off the wall, like they're not doing it right. That's not professional, all this stuff. And they're thriving. I mean, barstool sports just sold six months ago and, you know, Dave and all the guys that have been there from the beginning. I mean, they're they're all multi-millionaires now because they all got big fat payouts and they're still working for the company and get to pretty much do what they want and still making money. So I mean, yeah. you think about from that and obviously they're a lot smaller, so it's it's easier to to succeed and move up when you're a smaller company, but just interesting from that perspective when you think about like well, I think they I don't think, they so don't think about what's the, like Barstool you know, and even Pat Mac- Pat McAfee has been able to do it. I don't know if ESPN will do it with him, but Barstool, like they've basically said, you know, we're gonna tell the truth and say what we want to say. Like, I don't, we don't care about what's the media wants and what the politics want. And I don't think ESPN has done that, you know. But definitely not. But Pat McAfee's also not done that, so I don't know if they'll. I mean, if they they're gonna have to let Pat be Pat. I feel like for him to be successful, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't think he would deal if he wouldn't. Yeah. He didn't need to. He's got a like a hundred plus million dollar deal with FanDuel. Yeah. And he's he's on game day. Like I don't think he everything was gonna be by his terms. I'm I'm pretty sure. Yep. All right. Uh Bryce Harper, guys, has been reported to be moving to Knoxville pretty soon. Yep. Now I don't really know. I mean, I want I put this on as a topic, but why is this like a topic? Why is this a big deal? Like why like this was actually has, a news news article, like Bryce Harper yeah. moving to Knoxville. I think it has I mean, something to do with a lot of few celebrities that live in Knoxville. I'd say. Yeah, I don't know about that. You think so? Yeah, I don't. I don't either. You think? 
Especially young ones like that, you think? I, I mean, I don't know. There's probably some people. You guys mm. know who Jerry Jerry sounds- Punch is? Dr. Jerry Punch. Dr. Jerry you know Punch I, know, I know that name. He's uh he's on ESPN. He's a uh like a NASCAR like so analyst. Not, or whatever, so not a, so not a celebrity. He's not, but I had a buddy and his wife who uh babysit for his kids and he lives in knoxville i mean that's okay. just one like but why is it a story like why is it a big deal like because we don't have like, any, why do I we mean, have how many to, but why do we have to broadcast that why is it i mean how many how many professional athletes current professional athletes live in knoxville but knoxville's not a small city it's i mean it's, it's, it's not a, a big pretty, city though pretty, it's not a small city it'd be like but i think he I picked it if, because i wonder i wonder if somehow he makes money outside of i'm sure he makes money outside of baseball and tennessee doesn't have mm-hmm. a state income tax so he's making money outside of baseball yeah. he doesn't have to pay that extra tax on it but i don't know why you wouldn't pick like nashville or yeah I mean, that's that's, that's what it is to me is like he he bypassed first of all he bypassed anything with an ocean yeah i mean he, he bypassed pretty much most i mean if he picks if he picks knoxville he's probably not on the water unless he's on the river which is I mean, it's not yeah. really that. Not, it's not like it's a super nice lake or anything. And then he, he picked maybe, Tennessee, maybe we should Tennessee. get him. Maybe we should get yeah. him on and maybe about his his uh, pet peeves about the beach, like we talked about yeah. earlier. <laughs> his cons then, about the beach. Yeah, and then he picks Tennessee, and like it's like you said, he bypasses Nashville. I mean, people that think of Tennessee as you know not that great of a state or don't don't know anything about it, even they respect and will go to Nashville, like. Yeah, people, you know, people out west that think of the South as a bunch of crazy rednecks, even they are like Nashville's a cool place, you know. Yeah. So it's interesting to think that you know Knoxville was chosen out of all the other options. I think, I just think that's the reason that it's it's newsworthy is he chose Knoxville when there's, you know, I would say arguably there's probably at least twenty to twenty five places that you know people would typically pick over Knoxville, and he's just one of the top five most popular you know baseball players in the world. So. That's what makes it relevant, you know. If it was, I just can't wait to see him on the street and start the the, the tomahawk chop. And you know, go Braves at him. There's that a video happen, but... of somebody at the Braves game. I think it was last year, telling him, "Hey, Bryce, you'll never be as good as Acuna." And he like turns around. And he's yeah. like, "It's Acuna." Yeah, he's like, "You're not even saying it right." I just yeah. like keeps grilling him and keeps grilling. You'll never be as good as Acuna. You'll never be as good as Acuna. He's like Acuna. He's like, yeah. He's literally like, you get, at least get it right. You're not pronouncing it right. <laughs> so, you're going to have to say, hey, Bryce, you're not as good as Acuna. <laughs> Down there at Market Square. Yeah. Down there. The right. burger place. Uh, yeah, NBA Summer League is going to, and they're going to experiment with the, I guess, not really a new flopping rule, upgraded the flopping rule. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe, if correct me if I'm wrong, that they're going to say now that if you, uh, are caught flopping. It's now a free throw, and you keep the ball if you're. Is it like? A, is it reviewable? Like they review the flop? <laughs> See, I don't know. Get, I don't. I don't know if it is. You didn't. You didn't get touched, so boom. I, but here's, I think here's my. I think it's just like the other. Like they have. They have like, kind of like challenges now. Like that's. Mm, yeah. So I think it it goes into the same. You know, it's a challenge. Call. It's like any other call, but flop. you can challenge it. But yeah, it's a, it's a technical though. I mean, it's. Like I wonder if the, te- the technical the technicals are the technicals going to add because only if they had, get so many texts, they have to sit out of the game and get fined. And uh, the, I bet it will add up with those. 
I bet it well, will. LeBron's gonna have to sit out quite a few games. Rule, though, I, like that's a, that's a, that's one of the things. Like I'm I'm gonna say is, I have a problem with flopping rule because uh, that's part of defense is trying to get the charge call. Like if you if you draw any contact, you're trying yeah. to get charge call. So. Is I think that it's going to be like now when you get no contact? It's the guys that yeah. the guy, I think the guy so turns and he doesn't make any contact and they throw their head back. Like I think that's what it's yeah. for. Have you all? I seen think it? you'd have to review that. Have yeah. you all seen yeah. it be called yet? I haven't watched any summer league stuff. So, yeah. so I, I saw it get called once, and of course they're going to call it more aggressively in the summer league. It's what they, mm-hmm. it's kind of how they do it. They ease into these rules and they call them more aggressively just so they're making a statement. Yeah. But the one I saw, the guy got hit in the face, like. He, he, he gets hit in the face, mm-hmm. and he does a little bit of acting. I mean, it's a little bit, but like kind of Rucker said, it's like, you know, he if, you, did, contact, if yeah. you don't do a little bit extra, sometimes you, the ref just may not see it. So he did a little bit of extra, but at the same time, he got hit in the face. It's yeah. like if you get hit in the face, flopping kind of goes out the window. I mean, I would think you know, so, yeah. You, how often do you get hit did in the they, face? Did they and, review it? Did they review it, or they just I, I think it I think that was I think that was the thing, is like the coach was, you know, it was like what the you know he got hit in the face or whatever it was like a big deal but that's the only one I've seen so far and it yeah. I think it literally happened like yesterday or today and they may not be reviewing stuff in summer league like, I don't know I don't know yeah. yeah but I don't know it'd be interesting I think it's kind of like a lot of rules they they talk about it a whole lot test, and then, yeah test it out and and then yeah it almost well, it's, it's every every year in high school basketball is the same way too like they're like yeah. oh we got three points of emphasis no hand checking this yeah. the first four games they call every hand check they can and then after that it's back to normal yeah. basketball. Yep. yep. And that brings us to our final segment, which is going to be the draft tonight. We're going to draft worst rules or worst protocols, worst rules. I've really even thought about these in sports. I, I, I thought about them a little bit. Um, I'm trying to figure out now. Uh, let's look at what was the last time we did a draft? Do you guys remember? Mm-mm. I don't remember either. I want to see if I can find who won. I can't even. Worst rules or protocols in sports. You guys just want to do like three apiece? Yeah. Or do you just want to talk about? Oh, I've got, I've got, I've got one for sure. It don't matter. We can, it is, we can talk about them, or maybe if we just talk about them, we can. We. Uh, All right, we'll I do have a couple other ones. Yeah. All right, I do I, have I've a got, couple. I've got, I've got one. I've got one that really bothers me. Yeah, I've got, I've got one that stands out more than the rest yeah. too. All right, you guys go first. Let's let's share one at a time. One of you guys, one of you guys do one. I'll go. I'll go first. I think I think offsides in soccer is absolutely number the, one. The That's worst, number one for me. The, the stupidest rule I've ever. Yeah, yeah and, and people. One. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have even thought of that. And people, every time I, I argue with some soccer guru about this, they're like, "Well, it gives the uh, offense an advantage." I'm like, "So, like in football, if the wide receiver gets past the the safety, uh, nope, not allowed. He got an advantage. Like we're not we're not doing that anymore. Like is the def- is it not the defense's job to stop the offense?" Like if they're gonna get a guy by you, can we not just you just put your defense further back? Like yeah, I, it is hundred percent a defense's job to get back yeah. on defense. Yes, and I, I hate it too when like the defenses like the ones I see called most like the defense stops, like they try to get the guy bait the guy to get off sides. Like I don't know. I yeah. think it's the worst. I think it is the worst rule in all of sports. Yep. I, I constantly see this rule when I, I watch Mariah play soccer. And think it's the stupidest rule. And I've asked Jake McBrayer about this rule. Yeah. I've asked other people, and they say the same thing. Well, it does this, it does this. And I say, so in basketball, 
football. Yeah, fast break, if, no uh, fast breaks. If yeah. it's a fast break, you got to stop the play yep. right there because the offense has an advantage. No, yeah. stupid. Yeah, stupid. I could just – I mean, I'm not going to we, – we'll talk more about some other ones, but I could almost just complain about things in soccer specifically <laughs> as, as a whole Because <laughs> I, I don't want this to be my first one, but I'll just throw it out there because it's got to come up. But the fact that there's no definitive clock in soccer – Oh, yeah. That was one of mine too. And, um, um, yeah. That is the dumb I, – I would have never even thought about it had you not yeah. brought up soccer. Yeah. There That's was a uh, – there's so like if something happens in the soccer game where there's like an injury, and then like at the end of the game, end of the ninety minutes, yeah, they yeah. do extra yeah. time. Yeah, and well, they stop the clock. Stop, stop the clock. But even, it's but like, even it's it? not definitive. It's it's yeah. even it's like yeah. just yeah. kind of. But yeah, but the dumbest one I think though is it, it and it's all sports. I, I think this is the worst one. Is the overtime rule in the NFL? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I absolutely do not understand. Yeah, there should be no ties to professional sports. You, you can you can make a decision yeah. in the most popular sport in America where a coin toss can p- potentially prevent the MVP of your league from touching the football in an overtime period yeah. in the playoffs because yeah. that's what happened to Josh Allen a couple years ago. Yeah, the MVP of your league it happened to Matt Ryan too. I don't know if he was in. Was yeah. the MVP that year? They went to the Super Bowl. He might have been. I can't he remember. Been. He was the MVP I mean, one year. Ne- I don't know if it was never there. even have the ball. I mean, don't get me wrong. If football is, I mean, you got to play defense too. I get it. Yeah. But, but just the same argument with you got to play defense. Well, you got to play offense, and they didn't play that. Why? Why should you just play defense? He didn't have to play offense. Yeah. The yeah. other team didn't have to play defense. You know, I just, I just think it's crazy. I just think that's the just, and and they they just talked about. They're, they've changed college football. Because I think the, for the longest time, I thought college football was the best. I thought that was the solution. Yes, yeah. Well, now they've changed that. Yeah. And it's after one overtime, it's the two-point conversions, right? Yeah, yeah. I think or it's, the, after, uh, two? it's okay. after two. That's – okay, if it's after two, that's not terrible. But no, I think that after never... the first one, I think they do an extra you have point. You got to go for two the second time. Yeah. You got to go for two the second time. And then after that, every overtime now is just a two-point conversion. Two point just a two-point conversion. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, that's crazy too. That's almost so now you gotta have like fifty two-point conversion plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, that's crazy. Yep. Uh, uh, another one you I guys mentioned one. some of the yeah. ones. Yeah. I have um, one that I just I can't stand. I don't know. If, I don't really know. I don't really understand this part of the rule, I guess. Um, but I watched I remember I played lacrosse one year and uh pretty much high school and middle school lacrosse. This is how it goes. You have about six defenders on one side and they just stand there the whole time. And then you have about three of your fastest girls who they're the one that go run up and down the field with the ball. Up and down the field with the ball. And they if don't, they don't pass let's say I'm guarding say yeah say I'm guarding one of them and might make contact with them. They stop the play and they move you, the defender, away, like over to the side a little bit to where they have like a, a clear shot now at the goal. And then they blow the whistle and then you're back in play. Well, now I have a clear shot at the goal because you move the defender and now you just shoot into the goal. Like they take, they pretty much you out of it's the, like the same, same concept as the offsides rule. Like the def- that yeah. just puts the defense at a disadvantage. Yeah. So I don't understand like why you take somebody away from defense, move them out of the way so this person can throw the ball into the, the goal after the yeah, whistle. I don't get it. 
Uh, I think another one, I, I'd say everybody will agree on this one, is just the lack of uh, clearness in the targeting rule mm-hmm. in college football. Yeah. Just like, I think didn't, I think a Tennessee guy got ejected one time, a defender. He's like, was going at the guy's knees, and the guy ducked down, and he hit yep. the, his helmet, the helmet contact, and he got ejected. I'm like, there's got to be, there's got to be a, more clarity to that rule than what there is. You shouldn't be able to target below like four feet. Yeah. (laughs) Like if if you're, yeah, yeah, that's not talking at that point. And then how many offensive targetings have they ever gotten where Mm -hmm. the running back lowers his helmet into launches himself into a defender? Best. Yeah. I don't don't think that's a thing. I don't think they ever do that. They don't. I've never seen one. Yeah. No, I don't think that's, yeah. And it's, it's crazy too, because you think about some of those, yeah, you think about some of those bad calls and the fact that they, that trickles into the next game if it's if it happens, you know what I mean? Like they, they can either miss the if it happens in the first half, they miss the whole game, right? Or is it? Yes, yeah, they, they miss the whole game. game. And then if yeah, they they miss the whole next game. If that happens in the second half, they start to set a half. Yeah, that's that's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, that's. I'm glad they know, changed yeah. it though to review it, and then if it wasn't targeting, yeah. they get to stay in. I mean, at least they did most, that. Most, yeah, most of the time I think they're right, but some of them still seem like they're they're wrong but yeah is there anything in in, in basketball <laughs> we haven't talked about in baseball, baseball we talked yeah. about any of baseball a lot of people don't understand the infield fly rule they think it's stupid but do you dislike it though no i don't i the way it was interpreted against the st louis cardinals the one year yeah that was in the outfield um yeah. about that so that do you know much or do you know why the real the rule exists christian the infield fly rule I don't know why it exists. No, I mean I know I, I understand okay. it. But I don't know why it exists. So, well, so rule. So it's it's only in effect if there's runners on first and second or bases loaded, and there's less than mm-hmm. two outs. So ball pops up to the shortstop. It's to prevent them from dropping the ball and turning turning two. You're, yeah, you're gonna get one. okay. Yeah, so, so you that, can yeah, run. That's, that's what I thought. I assume. Yeah. So a lot of people think, well, that's stupid. You don't. You should get the pop up. But that's that's the rule. I mean, it's a good rule. The problem was, I don't know if you remember this. I, this is probably about 10 or 12 years ago. There was a fly ball to short left field. This wasn't even in the infield. An infielder was going back to get it. And as they were getting called off by the left fielder, the umpire called infield fly. And the ball dropped in the outfield. Probably, I don't know what you think, Emery, 50 no. feet past the infield, 60 yeah. feet past yeah. the infield. So yeah. it oh, dropped. Wow. So you should be able to run. Well, no, they called him. They called the batter out, and uh, Braves didn't score the inning, lost the series um, yeah. because you know, he called the infield fly because he he thought the infielder, which shouldn't matter at that point, infielder's fifty feet in the outfield. That's that's a fly ball in the outfield. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't turn two from there. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's impossible. So that's that's the reason why that rule. No. But a lot of people don't know why the rule exists why the rule exists yeah they they think it's mm. silly but are there any yeah. any basketball rules any basketball rules that bother you guys i think the i think the craziness with like the shot clocks now has gotten like mm-hmm. in the nba they, there's so many different resets like there's a resets like it doesn't reset all the way back to 24 after it's a rim there's a reset like on a foul there's a reset after this like just yeah. make it one like we're going to reset it. That's great. Reset it back to certain. 
Like it should. Like I think in college too, it doesn't reset all the way back to thirty. Like, why are we like? Why are we? Why are we changing so much stuff? Like, I think if if that's a completely different possession. Like if you if if you miss a shot, it goes off the rim and you rebound it. It's a completely different possession. Why are we resetting? Why are you getting less seconds on another possession? Do you all think that? Uh, do you all like the? Um, uh, oh gosh, I just blanked on which one I was talking about. Um, no, I don't like that one. I, I just completely blanked. I had it in my head, and then you start you going into your. Hey, you start you oh. start thinking. Oh, oh, oh okay. the lack of being able to use a a, tr- a true uh, zone defense. NBA. Do you all? You wish that they could. I just don't think, think it should. Out of, I don't know if it'd be beneficial at that level, but I think yeah. they should be able to use whatever defense they want to use. That's yeah. that's kind of how I feel. I, I don't even know if it would necessarily change the game. Miami, that Miami much, plays but, a ton of zone defense. Yeah, they, but it's like a it's modified. It's I mean, they played in a way where you don't get yeah. the uh, defensive three second three seconds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I, I get why the defensive three second call is there, but. It, I mean, games would be mucked up again. Like you, the big man would be a lot more prevalent with the, you know, with, if there wasn't defensive three seconds. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I get watched. I almost think, and maybe this is crazy, but I almost think with how much the game is, you know, we talk about like a lot of people say the three point line has ruined the game a lot of times. That would bring it back down a little bit, right? I mean, yeah. you would almost. I mean, it would have to be kind of one or the other kind yeah. of. I mean, you wouldn't be able to draw. There wouldn't be as much. Driving kick action. Yeah. And I mean, you would almost, if you have a guy that can, I mean, you can, a big guy can't sit in the, in the pain if, if his guy can potentially shoot, yeah, you know, yeah. like, so I don't know. Yeah. It'd be, be curious how much that would change the game or potentially try to quote unquote fix the game, you know, if people you, hate three point line. Do you guys, uh, like the advanced rule? Like if, uh, you call a timeout, you can advance the ball. Do you like the I advanced do like rule? that? I, I wish too. it was for yeah. college. I do too. They they have it in women's college. Women's can advance it. Mm-hmm. Did you guys know that? I did. Mm. They also do a quarters yeah. in women's. Yeah, I, don't, I was, was gonna say, do you, do you guys off. like? Do you like or dislike the the halves? I don't think it really makes a difference because there's so many TV timeouts. Like uh, anyway, Emory isn't uh, high school going to uh, quarter fouls now, where you get like five yeah. per mm-hmm. quarter and you shoot two shots. Yeah, so that's what high one school one. No more one on ones. No more one on ones. Yep, it's five, five at five. Yeah, when you quarter, at five per quarter, yeah, at five they start. You yeah. start shooting two. No more one on ones. So just double bonus immediately at five, and it resets every quarter. Yep, yep. Does it reset in overtime? Yep. No, I don't think. Uh, so. I don't know. I guess not. Or do they? Just, are they not down a couple of quarter? I think they just carried over from the fourth. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and one more that I have. It's not really a rule, I guess. It's more like a situation. Uh, you know, like at the end of a game, let's say a team is winning, a football team is winning, and they want that clock to run. Mm-hmm. But like, if they make a a penalty, like a, a holding penalty or what, or like a false start, yeah, the clock stops. Right, but like in the third quarter, if that happens, or second quarter, if that happens, the clock runs again once they set they set the ball back down. So like yeah. if if the clock's running, team makes NFL a false start, or, or college, yeah. Second quarter, the, the clock's running, team makes a false start, yeah. they set the ball back down, and the clock continues to move. Like why? 
but the fourth quarter it's different. So like the fourth quarter, if the you know that yeah. second, second quarter that happens and you're up, why wouldn't you just continue to make false start penalties the entire time if it if it continues? Because it continued in the second quarter, but now the fourth quarter it's stopping because it's integral to the part of the game. I think that needs to be addressed. I think that needs to be consistent. If if you're going to stop the clock on penalties, which you should, you need to stop it in the fourth quarter. You need to stop it in the second quarter, first quarter. Every, every I think time. they, I think they don't in the first three quarters because the game. I think they changed timing rules because, especially in the NFL, yeah. because the games were like four and a half hours long. Yeah, yeah I, I was gonna say. I think that's why they do it. Yeah. Do you? All, you know, they changed in college this year that the clock's not stopping for first downs. Really? Yeah, I did see that. Yep. yep. Do you all like or dislike? That? I don't like I dislike that. that. I dislike it too. I, I I love the clock stopping in the fourth. Like I I don't mind a lot of what what you just said, Rucker. Or yeah, Rucker. I don't I don't know that I like if it was happening in the first and second and third quarters. I probably wouldn't like it as much. But I like giving a team every chance to come back. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. know where like these games where there's five minutes and there's four scores in that last five minutes. I'm all about that. Why yeah. would you not? You're not, that's like, that's going to change now because the clock's going to run so much more. It's yeah, not gonna, it's not going mean, to happen as often. That's it doesn't happen in the NFL. I mean, yeah. that's why in the NFL. I mean, and the thing is, like, like I don't care to watch a good college football game that lasts four hours. Like, yeah. let me yeah, watch. No. It. Let me watch. It. I want to see this drama unfold here in this fourth quarter. That's especially as big of like each game is in the regular season. I want to. I want to see that. Yeah. So like that doesn't. Yeah. That's and not going to phase me anymore. And you would think that. Like, like, has anybody complained about the games being too long? That's the oh, thing that I don't understand. Yeah. Like, they were like, think they were like, if if you you watch college football because you like to watch college football, right? That's why anyone would watch it. Why else would you watch it? I'm not, well, think about putting that that perspective on anything else in your life that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Like, like you just went to the beach, Rucker, last week. Just imagine, speed her up. Imagine being like, hey, we this whole beach thing. Seven days went by way too slow. Or, yeah, I mean, gonna, we gotta we gotta figure out we gotta speed this up, get it over with quicker. <laughs> I know we only get to do it so often, and it's we look forward to it, and we enjoy it. And it's only this time of year, but let's just try to get this done as quick as possible. Let's take out some of the fun, and let's just try to get it done quick as possible. It makes no sense. Why would you put that any perspective in your life? Mm-mm. Why is it any different college football? I mean, it's, it's crazy to me. No, the people that like college football are not complaining about it. No, so I don't understand why. And you would th- you would think people um, that control the games like wouldn't? That's more marketing time for them. Like it's more commercials yes. and more, yes, more money to be made. The longer the game is, yeah. the more commercials there are, which means you make more money. Yeah, yeah I just <laughs> I hate changes with college. I, th- I almost think college football is is one of those sports that their rules and setups. Are almost the best that there is. Yeah. Like, Watch I have the least amount of, yeah, I have the least amount of issues with call, a lot of yeah, college like, sports because, you know, people try to change them to fit these professional sport leagues, but like, that's the beauty of college football and college basketball, college baseball. Like, I've got one more, one more issue. They're not professionals. There's a lot more, you know, there's room for error and just, mm-hmm. you know. Christian, this probably, things. I don't know if you've really, um, just because you're out of, uh, high school basketball and high school sports, but most high school basketball teams and just states have adopted the new uh, Wilson Evo. Have you seen those basketballs? They, they started probably like two years ago in the tournament. Like they're the bright orange basketballs. Have you seen those? No, but 
So they're called the Evos. So the, the ones we always you always play with are called Evolutions, right? Yeah. So it's the newer yeah, version. I remember those. Yep. Newer version of the of the Evolution. It's called an Evo. Stickier. All the kids hate them. All the states in the south that I know of have adopted that as their like state basketball. Like every team is going. Like you basically have to go to it. So it feels more like an outdoor basketball yes. than it does like yes. that polished, like soft. Yes. So the Evolution mm. is. It's the best-selling basketball of all time. Wilson Evolution is the best. I think it's the best ball. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, statistically, money-wise, it's the best-selling basketball that's ever been made. Why would you change that? Yeah. Why would you change that? Mm. The best-selling basketball to ever be made. I I have one from when I was in high school. It looks the exact same as the ones that we have now. Like, nothing's changed. one on the floor right there in the living room. Yeah. (laughs) He was doing some ball handling drills before this. A little Kyrie Irving shimmy yeah. shake before this. Why would you? I mean, you have the best selling. It's almost like a beer company having maybe the best selling beer of all time, and then just ruining that with like one commercial. Yeah. yeah. Anyone who's never played basketball is going to hear <laughs> is going to hear this and think this is the dumbest topic ever. But that is that that's a big deal. Yeah. Like those, they tried to. So you, Wilson started making one of those. Wilson started making the balls for the NBA. You know, it used to be Spalding. So Wilson started making the balls mm-hmm. for the NBA. They like tested those Evos in the NBA, and the players were like, "We're not playing with these." Yeah. So they had to change the ball. Like they said, te- like when they were one of like, the first people to test them out was NBA players. Like these are terrible. We're not playing with them. And so now high school, high school sports. Yeah, they. Earn yeah, them. yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get it. All right, if we can think of any more, we can mention them on the next time. All right, that's going to be all for episode 58. You guys got anything before we end? Nope. Nope. Me either. Too. Listeners, if you uh, you know listen on live or you know if you're going to listen to this when we post it, if you got any driving pet peeves, let us know. If you got any Bucky's tips for Emory, let him know before he makes yeah. his first trip down there. Um I said, I'll tell you, it's an experience. (laughs) Yeah, I'll tell you, go at four in the morning, it'll still be jam packed in there. Yep. Trust me. It's that crazy. I trust you. All right. Hemorrhage is going to tell us about his Bucky's trip next time. And that's going to be all for episode 58. And we'll see you on the next one.